Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. Yo, yo, yo. It is a fucking beautiful day outside. It's hot. It's sunny. We're finally out of this gloom. You know what uh, What? What it would be a perfect day for? Storming, uh, storming the gates of Area 51. Hell fucking yeah. Oh, this is the most... See, this is the kind of real radical change activism shit that we need here. When I saw we that, need- I was like, dude, dude, this is perfect. I, I love it. You, you need to organize all those people, but post all the plans on Facebook and let them know that we're coming. Because <laughs> that's what they're fucking doing, dude. It's like, it's crazy. It's, I, I, I don't know. Like, what, what are your thoughts on this? Oh, man. Well, I'm thinking, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are like, yeah, we need, like, we need some kind of, re- this is like a, like a, like a warm up, you know, this is like a practice in the, like, Bastille Day level kind of just activism and coordination that we need that's only possible through the magic of Facebook and also the idiocy of Facebook. No, I yeah. I like it, you know? Because what are they going to do? They're going to shoot all those people? Like, you, you know, you right. can't. Yeah. Well, it's brilliant. Well, that, that's true. But also imagine, like, let's say they go in there and realistically they go in there, they're going to probably at this point find nothing or they probably won't get into where wherever the fuck they're supposed to be going because you know their their plans are all over Facebook. But you know, like it, it, I, I like the idea that it's like shaking things up if they're actually going to go through with it. If people actually are are going to go out there and actually make this thing happen instead of just and instead of just hyping it up. But imagine they go in there and they do find some shit. They finally pull out these fucking men in black style gadgetry weapons and shit. And, you know, it's out there now. And everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like that right there alone would just change the face of so many things. All of a sudden, so many things would just become like so much less important, you know? I mean, uh, if there's any, if there's anybody who I trust less to guard the important secrets of our government, research technology, alien technology, and the, uh, you know, advanced stuff, it's this administration. So I think this could work. And not only that, it sends a signal like, hey, there is nothing more powerful than organization. I mean, really, it, it you, is true. Everybody do you together, even think, though, that they... On that, one that, unified that, front. No. Yeah. Man. Yeah, no, it's But do you think that this administration actually like even knows about what's going on there? Um partially Yeah. Because um, that I don't know, dude. That motherfucker would have tweeted about that shit from the very first moment that he would have gotten some, like, down-low information. I think that they've kept him out of the loop, at least, because he would have tweeted, like, Oh, it was pretty nice technology. The alien technology was pretty nice, but it wasn't as good as what I had at the Trump Towers back in, you know, 1992. I already was way ahead of them with my technology. You know, so that that's the kind of shit that would have came out. If uh, if he actually did have any fucking knowledge of this whatsoever, that's true. Yeah, instantly he would have been like, you know, we have discovered aliens. I am the president who did it, and I have like harnessed all this technology, even though it like happened in the seventies or some shit. Like he would instantly just jump to take all the credit for doing that. So yeah, you know, I, I don't I don't think he's aware, and I think that's why. Uh, I mean, you know, if anything, he, he's you know, shown himself to be pretty inept. 
We'll see. We'll see, man. I am. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this is gonna well, work. That people can pull this. I off. would. I would hope that everybody would go to the Dulce uh, Army Base rather than the Area 51 base, because though Area 51 is the place where you know they they supposedly worked on and um, had the the element 115 and, and all that stuff, there is like more I, I guess secrecy behind the Dulce Naval Air Base, and and it's even been more like difficult for people to get in there there's you know just been accounts of people just getting shot from like a mile away from even getting that close to it um so like i i would think that in and the accounts that they have from that place are like even more shocking um than the ones that that are coming out of area 51 and i imagine that a lot of this hype or the a lot of the the reason for people wanting to organize is because they watched that documentary on netflix that about one, area right? 51. Yeah. yeah with bob lazar mm-hmm. um which is pretty freaking compelling you know it's it's like this is this is kind of like one of those things that i'm talking about that this is not known this has not been this is not really news you know that uh, that that this stuff is going on like all these people have said these things for so long but just because there hasn't been some sort of like definitive proof or or way that like was convincing enough for people to to kind of believe it there's there it could really just go back and forth between like, yeah, you think they're really, they're really are aliens. Those are just crazy, you know, twacked out uh, conspiracy theorists telling you that sort of thing. And then you're like, oh, well, shit, you're probably right. But now you have like this scientist who actually worked there and like they're proving that he worked there and was, and then they're proving the fact that like they tried to expunge all of like the records of him ever working there, you know, just getting rid of like everything that, that shows that he actually was, uh, an MIT was it MIT one of anyways one of those tech school graduates um mm-hmm. and that he actually worked and then he worked at Los Alamos um and and they called up and like try to find out they're like you know freaking out and they're like you know getting mad like who who is this and and he never worked here but yet they can go look in the phone book and you you see his name there and there's like all this other evidence that shows that he actually was there as well as just like the fact that you could just watch this guy and tell his story and it does not look or seem like he's telling a lie. You know, he's very composed and he's, he just seems like a normal average dude that, you know, is kind of just trying to stay out of the spotlight for so long because you can imagine how much shit he got from. Oh yeah. You know, it ruined his life. You know? Right. Like when he said that, yeah, I'm like, exactly. he's like, yeah, no. like, yeah, is it better or worse? Oh, it's way worse. I'm like, Oh yeah, no, of course it is. Yeah. These people who like kind of get out in public and get dragged around, like, it's not fun, you know? Going viral right. does not sound like it is any kind of a good time. Like, I don't no. know. Like, like that that public scrutiny that gets up. It's the people. I mean, fuck. People get... Uh, uh, shit, especially from the government. But people just get fucking death threats and shit like that immediately. Like, I can't imagine how shitty it is to go from being completely anonymous one day to, like, like that, basically. Overnight, you know? Right. Exactly, and you know this guy was just trying to, to be honest about like what you know what was being hidden and, and what the for science purposes you know like what we need to to let the people know and, like what other scientists know is out there and it's just the timing of it like finally coming out and being accepted without without as much criticism um, at this time. This whole shift that like everybody's been talking about, like taking place, this new, 
this like I guess you know it's a time for revolution in one sense or the other you know with all of this crazy madness building up and and all of these things happening in the world that are fucked up and shitty there's only like you know there's I guess there's only like one way we can go and that's into a whole other fucking a realm that's gonna kind of like finally take away from all of that um, you know, it, it's, I mean, even for me personally, it's, uh, I'm like, I'm seeing this thing, and now I didn't finish it, but I'm seeing this thing at a time where I'm like, oh, okay, where, there was that, like, that New York Times article that we talked about a few weeks ago that, like, was corroborating, you know, UFOs, like, being spotted and stuff like that, being seen by the Navy, and, like, you know, proof, I'm like, oh, okay, like, shit's just getting weirder and weirder, so that thing coming out, it, you know what, it's time, it is time to storm Area 51. And just take this, just, you know, democratize the information. Take those secrets for everyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just wish that there was a better way that they wouldn't have, they're they're not going to make it as obvious to the people that now, because they're probably, you know, freaking covering up anything that they need to cover up or trying to hide shit and uh, get rid of it. Um, Because that would be such a a bummer if they did go and, you know, found nothing. Um, There, because... Because as I said, I, I think that like you know, for as much uh, mystique is behind Area Fifty One, I don't think that that's a place that still to this day has like as much uh, to it as certain other bases that are like definitely more um, that have more things under wrap. So. Well, yeah. Now I I can imagine they're probably kind of ready for that. But I think even just the exercise, you know, of taking that shit back, I think that uh, I like the message that that sends, you know. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, fucking some Stranger Things shit happening in real life. You know, Stranger Things since that. On the very last day of the episode we recorded on uh, 4th of July, I went back into uh, work and I watched the whole fucking season in one sitting. The new one? <laughs> the, new, the new season of now, Stranger Things. I have yeah. still not seen season two. Because um, I was like, oh, okay, season one, like, this is a good show. I didn't think it was, I didn't love it, like, to the same right. level of fanaticism that I see everybody online liking it, so I'm like, okay, I'll get around to it, but, yeah, so, uh, but I've heard good things about this new season. What do you think? I, I think that it's, you know, it is what it is. It's fun because it's got, like, all the nostalgic elements of our childhood, you know, even though it was placed in the, set in the 80s, a little bit before we were, you know, born, um, I'm born in 87 but grew up in the 90s and it it but you still like without giving away certain things they you know there's like a, a part that they're singing like the never-ending story song and just certain things that go on that, that really make you just feel happy because it's it's like a complex story that that talks about this crazy shit but it's set in a time that people can understand a little bit easier I think like kind of the, the, the plot's like easier okay well you've got the Russians involved and you've got like these things involved not to say that there still isn't shit with that today obviously yeah, like, with the government yeah, see, but like yeah, you know the nostalgic today but yeah no I, I get that because we both grew up you know watching this stuff even if it wasn't like directly of our time you know the shit's only four or five years old at that point like you know, it's still a very relatable thing for us uh, 90s kids. Yeah, and it plays up on all, like, the those old school movies where, like, times were different back then. Like, the things that, like, even the police... Uh, it, it's... I don't know. I, 
it's hard for me to watch anything without having more negative critiques than I probably should just because I overanalyze the fuck out of things. So I don't want to like go too much into that. I, I would say that it was entertaining. It was definitely worth the watch. I watched it. I had a good time. Um, you know, my, my critiques are just on like overacting from certain characters and stuff like that. But it is what it is, what it is, you know, it's, that's, it's supposed yeah. to be like that. Like they're playing up that kind of cliche, uh, typecast sort of uh thing you know where it's like okay this is the this is the over eccentric uh you know nerdy kid and he's gonna just be right on cue with the like that kind of they weren't exactly there for <laughs> subtlety or like you know full three-dimensional characters back then no that was not no. necessarily the thing and some of the no. I, I will give credit though to to winona writer in the first season because I remember she started, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, she's over the top. Like, take it down a couple levels. Like, where can you go from here? But then she went ahead and went even farther and crazy. I'm like, okay, I take it back. Like, that was okay because you could actually back up, like, that uh, that expectation that you set. But, yeah, no, for, for yeah. the most part, I get that. And I appreciate that, actually, in a lot of those. Because some of them, I mean, sometimes overacting and chewing the fuck out of some scenery is just fun, you know? Well, it wasn't so much her uh, with me. Like, I, I I can admit in the first season, yeah, she was acting crazy because, I mean, if you really did go through that in real life, you probably would be that fucking crazy. <laughs> um, but it was more uh, Hopper. And he's a, he's a favorite character for a lot of people. You know, he's, like, pretty much one of the main, you know, characters, like, the, one of the, the main adult character, at least. Um, but he, I felt Harper, like... Right? Yeah, the guy who played Hellboy. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was just yeah. you're just talking about it. I'm terrible. Like, with, I'm terrible like... with. <laughs> I'm terrible with people's names in real life, and I heard that that Hellboy, the new one, was terrible. I did too. Um, I just talked about this. Yeah, like you know, I, I'm glad that they didn't pick some like Hollywood hunk type, you know, like chiseled fucking manly man guy that like uh, to play that role. You know, some you know extremely like good looking guy. They just picked kind of like your average Joe with his all of his flaws and you know i i thought it was good casting i don't know if it was the writing or if it was him though um but i just i no i'm not talking about hellboy i'm talking about uh, stranger things still i'm talking about him as far as the overacting i feel like his whole like i just felt like he was so whiny and bitchy but that's just me because a lot of people don't see it that way every everybody i talk to they're kind of like huh like you know you might you're probably just you know, focusing a little bit too heavy on that. Overall, it was what it was. It was good. Um, I really liked it, but I do have to uh, kind of give, while we're talking about shows and and and, and entertainment, the new stand-up by Aziz. I'm sorry, oh, it's fucking, fucking amazing. It's so fucking good. It's like it, it for me. It puts him right up there with it, with the greats. You know, because there, he didn't skip a beat once. You know, there wasn't like a moment where he stuttered or like didn't have his thoughts you know kind of collected but it also didn't seem like it was really rehearsed at all it seemed like it was just straight coming from the heart um extremely sincere and he articulated in such clever ways you know thoughts that i've had for so long that you know if you try to express these thoughts to people it doesn't matter what side they're on they're gonna like kind of like attack you in this thing because you know there it's it's not coming from a place where with like Aziz where he can make light of a situation and make you kind of be like, huh, 
oh yeah, shit, I do do that, I do fucking do that sometimes, you know, oh yeah, I am guilty of that, <laughs> like, oh fuck, um, and I think it was important for a lot of people to, to kind of hear that stuff, that side of it, because, um, you know, it's, it's definitely something that, that as a society, we need to wake up and see, like, yeah, we might, our heart may be in the right place most of the time, and we might want the right things, but, Maybe we're not getting our point across because we're acting this way or we're doing, uh, you know, acting in a certain way that may not be, uh, it's just not working. Um, so I, I thought that, that it was really fucking good. Um, and uh, yeah, I just think, I think he's a genuine guy. I think Aziz has always had a way of really, especially coming from his, uh, especially before this, is when I really kind of was like, wow, Aziz, I think, is one of the most, I think, prolific voices of like our generation you know somebody who really understands like you know like the media landscape like the first generation that kind of grew up with technology and stuff like that who's like really into it who kind of sees everything is really good adept at seeing things for like for what they are you know well and also a guy who's been through you know obvious like probably uh you know discrimination or you know just having to grow up as uh as a minority in you know new york city and north carolina up or north carolina okay sorry sorry yeah sorry north carolina of all places (laughs) probably one of the only uh brown brown people out there that you know the non-mexican brown for sure probably the (laughs) only one so uh you know he definitely understands what it's like so he is a very uh he he's a, a proper voice um for, for any movement uh, in that in that regard, you know, he's definitely somebody to, to listen to and be like, okay, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> you know, and I was really wondering because it's funny, like, when these things were popping up, I, like, in the news, the things that come up in a special, like R. Kelly and stuff like that, um, you know, all this stuff, I kind of also thought, like, damn, a lot of shit is not holding up well for Aziz and, like, what he's doing it. And I wasn't sure... I'm like, how is he going to kind of handle all these things that have kind of happened in the last, I don't, I don't know, what's it been, two years since he did a special? Like, no, just the, the kind of giant culture, cultural shift that, like, picked up steam. But also the, uh, uh, you know, all the things that personally involved him that were kind of intertwined here. And I was kind of wondering how he, you know, how he uh, was going to handle that. And I was like, damn, that was, I mean, uh, I think like a flawless dismount to me. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, he was he was sincere. Yeah. He was like honest. He was just he didn't really like try to defend himself either. He just like kept it very like. Well, he's also in a position where I don't feel like he really needed uh, to defend himself all that much. He could have all he could have just as easily not mentioned it, you know. But I thought he wanted him calling attention to it was a good thing because ultimately the lessons that he learned and the things that it taught us because. I, you know, even that situation right there was one that inspired people who have not been caught up in something like that to just stop and think about things as well. Now, luckily, that one was kind of self-corrected for him because, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, you know what, that's not like, okay, now you're, you're, you're reaching a little bit, that's not okay, but hey, you know, and, and like, no, no fault to this person who, who put him out there like that. But um, I, I just thought it was, uh, I don't know, I thought it was a very mature, like, uh, example maybe of that like I think a, a message of like bringing kind of both sides of the, these conversations together and I know it's such a like cliche thing here but I thought it really did kind of you know 
say, hey, here's this, here's how it is. It was just, it was a, it was a good dialogue between two kind of, uh, I guess, ideologies that want to read into these situations what they want to. You know what I mean? Right. And for it to all be like a meta narrative on that, you know, especially with the him calling the guy out about the the Pizza Hut swastika thing. I was like, <laughs> that, yeah, was, that was a brilliant, that was a brilliant way to do it. Fucking crazy, but yes, it was like poor. Like you kind of feel bad for the guy a little bit because you're just like shit. Like fuck, that guy feels like an idiot. Because I don't even like blame of- that guy because I don't think he knew that it was there. Like there is this because fuck, so many shit, so much shit is flying at us. So fast. It sounds like time. something that fucking happened. It, it sounds so like something easy. that would have fucking happened. Yeah. It is so <laughs> like, easy to I kind was... of half remember maybe something similar or something else and just kind of create that memory and be like, oh, I think I remember. Like, we all do that, you know? And not intentionally, exactly. not in a way that's like meant to be deceptive or like I'm trying to be cool or anything like that, which is the way that gets that gets kind of spun. But it's like. It's just Well, there definitely are people who are like that, and then there are people, like you're saying, like us, that, you know, uh, that, you know, will probably have, like, thought, okay, well, there was that whole thing with the beer pong swastika thing, and, like, uh, in Newport, and so, like, you just have these little pieces from these stories that, you know, and we watch so much fucking television. We have so many shows. It happens with the television shows you watch, too. It's, like, oh, hard to remember true. what happened in which, in which fucking... Like, wait, was that Stranger Things or was that fucking uh, The Society? I don't remember. <laughs> like, you know, it, it could have been both. I write things down every week so I can remember to talk about them because so much shit happens every single week. It's like, of course people, like, we fuck up sometimes. We misremember shit, you know? And you just, right. like, like, like you saying, you, you slap on that default point of view on that shit. Yeah. And you go, okay, like, this is the fight. You know, it's like memento. Like, you just kind of, like, wake up and you're like, oh, okay. I guess I'm chasing this person now, you know, without really stopping right. to to consider stuff. Uh, it's a, it's a lesson for all of us, you know. I don't I don't I don't fault that guy. Like that guy is not like I don't think he's a douchebag now, and I don't assume somebody's like intentionally doing that when that kind of shit happens because I get that, right? You know? Right. That that makes sense. Yeah, and I liked how you also said you know about like 2019 view uh, versus like a few years ago like there's you know certain things obviously that you're just not going to stand for like even if there's there's allegations from somebody a long time ago doing what r kelly did well fuck that guy you know but like he was saying how you know a few years ago he's or how he's re-watching uh some one of his parks and recs episodes where where he like you know gives rashida jones the teddy bear with the camera in it and he's like you know today's time i wouldn't i would probably read that script and be like yeah no we're not going to do that you know but at that time it was just like it didn't seem like it was as bad of a joke because the like perversion wasn't as like the the, the actuality of that scene wasn't like really such a, a big thing out in the world like there wasn't as it, at least it wasn't uh you know in the news as much probably or it wasn't such a thing that where people were like well fuck that shit's really happening and and this is like a perverse fucked up thing you know it just kind of seemed lighthearted and funny and you see that throughout history of cartoons and stuff where like now it just yeah you wouldn't even think to fucking put that joke in there but at the time yeah i love that i have gone on that rant but i think i've gone on that like same rant on this show before because i remember watching shit that you know i've seen recently i it wasn't parks and rick but i remember watching uh it was an episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother. Somebody was trying to convince me that it was a good show. 
and they played one episode for me where it was like they were all trying this move where they went on a date and then uh, when they invited somebody over to their apartment and then when they got there they were just naked and I'm like yo that's fucking not okay like when's this from it's like 2013 the, the naked are you man the na- you're talking about how I met your mother the naked man one yeah I'm like Jesus where the, yeah Christ. like yeah like where they the robin she played it off and she's like yeah okay but like it totally would that that sexual assault you know and it would not with all the allegations and and you know uh things that have been fucked up and exposed in hollywood that just doesn't seem funny now <laughs> you know because that all came kind of after that episode was was aired. oh yeah all of it came um, came way like or came just a few years kind of after that which really makes you like put all these things in context and be like damn like we were kind of conditioned to like see all this stuff is kind of okay you know oh and then they dude, look at the well, people who run this stuff who are kind of in who are very much into doing that kind of uh you know using those platforms to do this shit you're just like damn it just it really it is crazy you know and like i get it i'm not like faulting uh the people who made this stuff originally for not having the uh the 2019 lens to put on these things you know Right. Like the art was what it was back then, but I'm like, yeah, no, it's, it's a trip. How problematic, like fucking, uh, friends and shit is. Like major network shit. Like how, uh, fucking, I don't know. There, there's just a whole genre of romantic comedies that were just like, whoa, this person's a fucking psychopath, and you're the main character, the protagonist. Like, damn. Dude. Well, you know, it's fucking crazy. Like on on a note that's more, that's not like is easy to accept it's kind of more uh it it just bothers you a little bit more but it was unfortunately that way in the 60s i I just watched uh oh or i read i just finished reading um hell's angels finally with uh written by hunter s thompson about the hell's angels you know he Mm -hmm. infiltrated or or he like hung out with them for quite some time and and you know made uh, wrote a fucking book and it was like honestly it's a fucking excellent book anybody who's never read it i i highly highly recommend that you go and read that it's just so fucking like good and he you know he goes on to some uh, some person of the time some talk show um on television and he's on there and they bring on this fucking hell's angel guy one of the guys to come and kind of you know rebuttal some of the points that uh that or or, you know just kind of to say that he was caught call him out for supposedly making shit up or whatever and this hell's angels up there talking about and he says it so like plain and casual he's like yeah he beat it he was beating his old lady yeah he beat her to shit he's like but she was talking back and sometimes you just need to shut the hell up and in the crowd you see like older fucking women with their husbands just laughing and kind of chuckling it off like ha 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 like that was the laughing part of the show and you're like this is not a joke this is not a parody. This is a fucking, this is a real life airing on television. Like this was a widely accepted thing. You're just like, what the fuck? Holy shit. You know, we really, I mean, it, it kind of says a lot as to how much we have actually progressed. Even though it seems as though we are so fucking far behind where we should be. You know, you got to, like you were saying last, last time, take those small victories because like we are light years ahead of that. You know, that would not be okay to go on television fucking saying today. Oh, yeah, no. The uh, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice, as Dr. King would say. Like, you know, I like you really that. do gotta, like, you gotta look at things from a, 
uh, back out and look at them from just that that you know that helicopter view, that 10, 20, 30, 40 year view. You know, mm-hmm. like because when you think about the timelines, like damn, we are like what. 40 years really 40 50 years removed from like Jim Crow that's like oh okay yeah no people are very much still alive that we're like living under that shit right now and we're right. we're like what 120 100 130 140 years away from like slavery and shit like that dude it right. has not been that long since all this shit happened you know, uh-uh. and it's like okay, we do gotta like, obviously don't don't uh, don't rest because there's still so much fucking work to do. But it's like sure. yeah, I mean shit, even uh, you know, gay marriage was still illegal in many places uh, five years ago, six years ago. Like that's yeah, crazy. You used to have you know? to freak the fuck out about marijuana. You yeah, know, about going to jail for marijuana. Now it's like fuck well, out. People go. still I'm, do. That's what's fucking crazy. I'm I'm still. Yeah, in other states, that's fucking ridiculous. And, you know, the fact that people in California... I don't know. Have people in California been pardoned for not, that shit yet? Uh, not all the way, I don't think. That, like, there, there are workshops, I think, like for people to get records expunged and stuff like that. Uh, I think, for the most part, yes. But they like the, the, the speed at which this bureaucracy has been going has been kind of not, you know, fair to people. Because these people need to get their, their records kind of clean and shit like that. So there's, like, workshops and stuff, but... You know, even in this very progressive ass state, like it still moves kind of slow. You know. Yeah. Oh, and then yet you have. Uh, well, this is completely going off topic. I was trying to find a way to kind of segue into it because I know you've seen it, and I know you 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 for sure got a lot of things to say about it. But the whole fucking uh, in, in retaliation to them not being able to get the uh, citizenship question on the survey, the whole website fiasco, uh, little little mini survey that he put out on his on his website trump's website oh actually i don't know what you're talking about what oh my god you really don't oh dude i sent it to you i sent it to you i think i i think i I messaged it to you yesterday you did dude you have to go on to uh like donald trump's website or I, i don't know where it would be at but there's yeah, dude, he fucking put out this, like, his own little survey. Well, you take the quiz, and then so... And you can find this easily on Facebook. Like, it was definitely going around. Oh, okay, and okay, I didn't see this yesterday. You did send something. So, go ahead and check it out real quick and see, like, those the picture. And see, just read. And this is a real thing. This is not... Uh, this was not somebody else that made it up and put it up there as a joke. This was something that is on his oh, fucking website. It just says attachment unavailable, and then sends me back to Facebook. I think that's what happened. Oh, you know, well then they either they either they took it down, they must have put it up for one day or or something's something's wrong with that. But basically it said uh like it was just like who would you want as your president? You know, and I'm I'm just paraphrasing. And it's two question two uh answers. Donald Trump or Trump or a sleazy Democrat. And then it, who would you trust with, you know, this, this and that to get this done for you? Trump or a something else, another adjective, uh, Democrat, you know, something like, and, and then it was funny because they put a lying Democrat in there once, right? And because they wanted to use lying again, but they didn't want to be redundant, they put lion without the G and an apostrophe, <laughs> just a lion Democrat. Wow. Yeah. But like this 
wait up fucking propaganda like at its at its most blatantly unapologetic fucking core. That's exactly what this was. And you're like, wow. And you want to think that any self-respecting, you know, free thinker, quote unquote, would say, hey, like, yeah, this guy's a fucking clown. But you know that they probably laugh at it and think that it's great because he's still not taking shit well, that's the thing, man. It's fucking... That, that whole situation is wild because he has... I mean, he has the worst speechwriters and, like, the worst, like, uh, marketing team, like, around him to kind of get this going. Basically, because nobody, no self-respecting person would actually work for him to get these things done. But, like, what's even... You know, what's crazier is that, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because, like, all this is is it makes it, like... Like, the absolute fucking buffoonery of it all makes it kind of seem like it's not dangerous you know because we feel like oh, okay we can laugh at him like people will realize people will realize but the, the, the problem is like well people are not going to realize and people don't care you know I saw this uh, this uh, I forget who did it I think it was at the Young Turks or something like that they uh, they were interviewing people at this uh, rally that he was holding and they were asking this lady like you know questions about Donald Trump and then she he said you know he said uh, that he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and nobody would uh, it, he wouldn't lose a single supporter like do you agree with that she's like no he didn't say that and she's like yeah no he, he did say that though remember he, he said that on the campaign he's like no that's fake news and she's like no like he's on video saying this to crowds of people thousands of people everybody knows he said that it's like a common thing she's like no fake news and she's like no, and she like pulled out a video and showed her, and she's like, mm, "That's fake. Now fake news." I'm just like, "What the fuck?" You, there's literally, <laughs> this there's is literally why I'm nothing saying, you man, can do to dissuade well, these people. It, it, this go well. This kind of goes into the whole fucking bigger picture of it, like being not as in control of it by us as as we might think. You know, this whole crazy like fucking uh, like Lord of the Rings type shit. You know, like this is just some crazy fucking part in a movie like in some simulation where this is just like programmed to happen like they're like the bad video game characters or something i don't yeah. fucking know it's fucking crazy though because you're right like there's logic does not apply here well i mean it he's also not... he's like on that citizenship question he just said i mean today he's still trying to just charge through and put the citizenship questions on there and it's like yo you can't like it went up to the supreme court and the supreme court said no like that is the system of checks and balances. If he does this, straight up our constitution and nothing happens, our constitution is in the trash. Straight up. We are in full-scale authoritarianism. This is the constitutional crisis that I have been talking about and warning about. Like it's here. This is fascism. This is Trump using places like ICE, uh, which we talked about last week, using all these kind of rogue agencies to secure his own power. Um, in there he's not going to leave in 2020 and we're not going to have well, fair elections at this point and you know the the leadership in the house fucking refusing to call up an impeachment inquiry and it, it just it is it's so frustrating how slow this whole process has gone and every day that we let this shit go by unchecked like the fucking military parade okay every day that we which got rained on which was beautiful 
But um, and he fucked up on speech, but it was the teleprompter's fault and all of that stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, his airport, his airport thing. I mean, I think that I was upset because that distracted from the fact that he spent, you know, probably well over ninety million dollars. It was also used as a bribery scheme for him to, uh, uh, you know, take out a shitload of money from these lobbyists to relieve uh, Chinese sanctions. And then it was also like, and then he didn't pay the bill. So that's like the other thing too. Uh, but all of these things together, like it, it's just, it's lawlessness. It's absolute fucking lawlessness. And he has packed the courts and now they're about to strike down the ACA on, they're not even trying, it's, it's a kangaroo court right now. They're throwing 20 million people off of their insurance, off of a, uh, you know, <laughs> an insane legal argument that nobody, no self-respecting person would fucking mind. But Mitch McConnell and Trump for the last two years have just been speed appointing judges to all these uh, federal benchships across the country for the last couple of years. And while it's like, oh, okay, well, luckily nothing much has gotten done. No, that, that has gotten done. These are lifetime appointments that we are not going to be able to stop because, and then we've, I mean, the Senate Democrats and shit like that, I, I, there's, there's been no fight, you know, uh, because we lost all these these battles, you know, kind of a long time ago. This is the chickens, this is those uh, chickens coming home to roost or whatever that, however that phrase goes. But it is, I mean, it's it's freaky, man. You know, it, it's, it, it is, it, it people, okay. People are, I heard this quote from someone the, the other day. They were saying people keep comparing all this to the end of the Holocaust. Saying, well, we're not there yet. But it's like, uh, you're looking at the wrong time frame. Like, compare this to the beginning of the Holocaust, and we are absolutely there. We're actually well past that. We are probably at the midpoint, you know? And yeah. it's just, it's wild that I've still not seen uh, people, uh, not just in politics or in just civilian life, but people in the media too. Just a complete dereliction of duty for them to call out and give context to everything that's going on here. Like, he's holding uh, a quote social media summit today i'm like why is everybody referring to this as a social media summit he is literally bringing in all of these the worst conspiracy theorists and mean people and propaganda people all to a meeting at the lighthouse to you know celebrate them and talk about i mean talk about quote censorship of them when it's like it's not censorship it's like the algorithms have absolutely helped them to get where they are you know and i mean it's Ooh, it, it just it gets me so fucking worked up. I just fucking spin in a circle and spin out. And this is exactly their plan, you know. And I and I'm trying to avoid that. But it, it's like, you know, it, it's it's tough to to really put in context and it, it, talk about the scale of the problem when they are just so goddamn buffoonish, you know. They're just yeah, well, so stupid, which makes it so much more frustrating that all of this shit is working, you know. I'm just glad that, you know, we were able to see for for our own eyes uh, the proof that all the Border Patrol stuff is just one big sham from that video that was posted the other day um, going around showing how uh, all of uh, AOC's uh, testimonies were lies. Oh, man. All of that stuff. I, I see you trolling me right now, and you're doing good. You're doing a good job. <laughs> you almost, you almost, that almost worked for a second. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Yeah, people, people will believe whatever the fuck you put in front of them if you want to believe, no matter how much gigantic empirical evidence to the contrary they assume. Phil, it was a long video. 
a whole two minutes and 57 seconds. They showed a supply room. They showed a toothbrush. They showed running water from a sink. Okay, that's clearly showing that all of these people across all sectors are well taken care of. Mm -hmm. And you know, there is no abuse. They didn't show inside the cells, they didn't show anybody because they just didn't want you to see how freaking good they were doing. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, it's, it's shit like that that just goes out there and it's all cynical propaganda. You know, all of it, man. If I can, we just saw this week that uh, that the whole, do you know the, the Seth Rich uh, conspiracy that was being pushed about uh, I, people I were saying that know. this was a, uh, 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 State Department staffer working under Secretary of uh, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, who is the one who leaked all these documents to WikiLeaks? That's what they were saying. Um, and oh. then he was killed uh, outside of his apartment um, in D.C. And people were saying he was about you know the conspiracies that he was about to testify and say that he was the one who did it, and then he got killed. Well, I mean he was killed in a dangerous neighborhood. Like that was unfortunate, but you know we now know. That's definitely absolutely not where the documents came from. You know, they came from they came from Russia. Like Russia hacked them and then gave them to WikiLeaks. And then Julian Assange, the founder of WikiLeaks, was happy to imply that it was that guy who killed them. Or that guy who gave it to them, and then he was killed. And so he was absolutely abetting this fucking conspiracy theory that was seeded by Russia. Like Russia planted that conspiracy theory and those ideas into a couple of forums and then they made their way from excuse me from 4chan to, Reddit <laughs> to Alex Jones to I started uh, oh, to Alex early. Jones I started smoking early today nice uh, it's all these places and they, they, they trace that, that lineage back and went yeah fucking all of this dude it's it's state warfare like the you know the truth that these people deal in is it's it's an act of fucking uh, terrorism from a hostile foreign country, man. It's fucking, it's just, it's just wild. And these people are just so in it now, they can't, they can't stop. Like, nobody's about to make a difference. Like, you know, uh, uh, I was telling, uh, I was telling you about Justin Amash, the congressman who came out in support of impeachment of the president, because he, he was only with the courage to be like, hey, like, to say the emperor had no clothes. You know what I mean? And he actually officially left the party uh, a few days ago, I think it was. Because he's like, I can't, I can't be a part of this Republican Party right now. And, oh shit, they just did a poll. And they said like, 60, or I think it was 70%, 65 or 70% of the respondents, I'm sorry, I don't have the numbers in front of me, I apologize if it's wrong, uh, said that they agree with this statement that like, uh, the immigrants and asylum seekers are like getting what they deserve, you know? They shouldn't have, they like shouldn't have tried to come here. And uh, like a government is doing everything that is necessary. That is 60 or 70% of like identified Republicans are saying like all this shit they see, that's okay. And it's like, right. this is a rot. That's not just a few bad apples, man. This is, I mean, this is at its core a fucking problem. You know, this is them, this is CBP trying to say that, uh, you know, a 10,000 member uh, Facebook group that is sharing fucking memes about, you know, uh, migrants is just a few bad apples or saying not representative of the culture at large when the whole department is 20,000 people. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's fucking crazy. That's what man. I'm saying is like you 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 have one guy who you know you're, without trying to cast any judgment on him, but I mean in my opinion, it didn't really look like he was that convincing at all in any fucking way. It didn't it didn't look like he believed his own bullshit. You know, showing us all this stuff like just going through and showing us one one fucking supply room with like some socks and some shit and just like yeah like you know this like everything's taken care of but the lies were you know thoroughly debunked <laughs> thoroughly <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly, thoroughly debunked, debunked. You know? and i think it's time for us to like to start uh you know thinking of the, these problems as uh systemic because like i'm just seeing too many stories man that are making me real nervous too many things that are like you know uh, like uh, you know, police member or police like police like bumping fists with the Proud Boys and shit like that, like like white supremacists being in the military. You know, uh, military like uh, what was it? Military court just uh, ruled not guilty on this uh, Navy sergeant who like was pretty indiscriminately just fucking killing civilians over in Afghanistan. Like he just like just he slit like a kid's throat and like it was so bad that like his his uh subordinate you know uh navy crew whatever they call them they were the ones that turned him in they're like yo this is really fucked up and it's like yeah you know and this is the same guy that the president was uh thinking about pardoning before the trial and it's like we're sending a signal here that all of this shit is okay this lawlessness this kind of rampant like criminality and just unabashed like you know support of of white supremacy like in these institutions is kind of being condoned man it's making me nervous you know it's making me real fucking nervous because that in combination everybody's gonna think that they're the the vigilantism that's you know always been kind of uh celebrated um throughout like throughout history you know In, in in the movies obviously you could see with these characters depending on what movie it is that like you know they had a just cause or whatever but the average joe Smo with the fucking gun out in you know in the public like for instance like the guy a couple years ago in anaheim the cop that was off duty you know on his fucking dad's lawn where the kids were whatever walking on it or stepping on it and and whatever decided that it was a smart idea because he was trying to teach these kids respect for their elders apparently by pulling out his gun and trying to scare them, you know, calling them, talking shit to them. Like, you get those kind of people when that thing is sort of celebrated and put out there. And, oh, absolutely, and man. people are made to believe that, like, this is okay. Like, you know... I've seen uh, two can... stories like that this week, you know? There was a guy in, in, I think it was Kentucky, who just walked up and shot this kid uh, because he was blasting hip-hop music. That was literally his reason. That was the reason he gave his, his, to the police, I will give you one guess as to his ethnicity it's like you know this is a serious fucking problem and now that the it was also reported that the fbi fucking quote lost the file on uh stormfront usa like this nazi uh like uh group like i'm like oh shit like the white supremacy is coming from inside the house and i don't know how to fucking properly like sound the alarm of this shit you know uh, uh, oh, man, you know, I, I just I worry that it's going to be too late by the time uh, everybody kind of starts to realize like what's happening because we are absolutely kind of descending 
into uh, into full scale fucking fascism, man. And it scares the hell out of me. Like you know, I kind of have a little bit of a different thing. Obviously, I. It's not that I disagree with anything like you're pointing out. It's just also for me, it's. I don't think that people are not realizing it as much as we think. I think that, yeah, on the surface it seems that way, but I think that subconsciously or deep down, people know, and I think that thinking about things or the idea of thinking about this stuff makes it just too unbearable for them to think about, and, you know, they don't want to do it. Like, they, they're, it's, that it is, it's partly dissonance. Like, they just will, like, ignore it and say, no, it's not happening, or they'll find things to distract them and go on with their life. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm just saying that where, where we are, if we're observing, you know, what's going on, I don't think that freaking out is the way to go about it because it only pushes more people away from wanting to do something about stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think like, you're right. I, th- I think that, you know, that sort of stuff just, like, in theory, you know, if, if, if everything went according to, like, how it should based on logic you know what makes sense to us then we wouldn't be going through these problems but it doesn't you know our the narrow parameters that we have to you know to to kind of just go off of what what we created as far as our own logic it could be split between people who just want to fucking you know they just don't want to agree with you they're just not going to agree with you so they're going to find a way to you know make whatever fucking case that they have against it or at least even if they don't even if they don't disagree with you they just don't want to like go along with it i don't think that there is any one way for any of us to like really 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 like sound the alarms to like put a stop to it and this is why i i say that it's important to call these things out you know it's definitely important to be aware as much as possible of what's going on i'm not saying that we shouldn't go out there and and like listen i'm not saying not to listen to this to disregard it i'm not saying to just act like nothing is going on but you know finding the positive solutions to the problems and going out and kind of like facing you know think globally act locally right you know as as you said before like finding the things within your local area or even in your own personal life to do that can change the minds of these people that may be a different approach than just pointing out what is wrong because people are tired of hearing what's wrong they're fucking scared it's hard to think about this shit it's overwhelming you know firsthand that you know you've had oh, to take like a fucking break so it's very exhausting and you know it's kind of even though it's important to to bring this out to people it also you have to understand a lot of there, there are going to be people who receive it as it's intended to be received and, and will have the you know the call to action to go and get involved in politics or you know you get more involved in the community and go to city hall meetings and trying to fix things from you know the ground up essentially and uh then there are going to be people who are just be like well fuck shit is it is going south so i'm just gonna fucking try to like have as much fun and do whatever the fuck I can while I'm alive without having to think about that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, unfortunately, it's not going to be where everybody's just going to, like, learn this and then go and fix it. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I agree with I agree with everything you just said, actually. I, I do think you're right. And, you know, there are times here where it's, it's hard for me to restrain the full-scale fucking panic that I'm in most of my day. 
just to not fucking where, yeah, just to not fucking stress people out because you're right, there is a level that it gets to, and there's this kind of depression that happens from that. You know, it, it depresses the, the the level, the energy, and people don't want to actually get shit done. You know, it gets into this like, well, shit, better take care of me before like everything goes to hell here. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I I made a joke, but I was kind of like kind of serious about uh, you know when those earthquakes happened uh, last week. And I was like, oh shit, this is the big one. I'm like, you know what? All right. Like, right. That, that was the part that legitimately did freak me out. How okay I was with just death right now. And I was like, damn, yeah. damn. That probably, that says a lot about me there in that moment um, that I wasn't really expecting, you know? Well, yeah, and, and so a lot like, of these... And no, go ahead. A lot of these problems that, like, because I jokingly, but kind of somewhat seriously said the same thing while I was on the bed, like, fuck, I'm not moving. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm not joking, you know? And that, that whole mentality comes from like some other stuff too. But I think that that's a kind of the common, um, human condition, especially for people of like our generation and even younger and why there's so much nihilism out there is because people are tired. They're exhausted. They're exhausted because they don't know how to you know deal with these sort of things you know and, and they said uh, I, I read a study or a recent uh, article about a study that shows you know the more intellectual you are the more depressed you are just because you're aware of all the fucking bad things that are going on especially at this time this boiling point in our history mm-hmm. in our human timeline where like naturally this is this was bound to happen whether we made all the right political decisions or not like one way or another like this motherfucker got into this this place because it was just this sort of like this point in time whether it's you know uh, uh the deal with the devil was made a long time ago right you know we didn't start the fire yeah, but before it's we were born, man. It was always right, so and and it's been going so you know this sort of thing is like a lot of people even though it does tie into politics and you know like uh, the economy ties into this and everything else you know, a lot of people are just really thinking about how am I going to fucking make, you know, my next mortgage payment or even my next rent payment or my Rightfully car payment, so. which I, which I sleep out of, you know? And so these are the things that people are like more concerned with. And at the end of the day, it's like, it's all the well, same I'm gonna thing. Ma- yeah, I'm going to make myself happy by drinking it away or doing that. But if I have to suffer and that's why, you know, like Rick and Morty is such a brilliant show because they have like you know Mr. Me six character it's like existence is pain you know this guy is just, mm-hmm. he's, he lives and he wants to live to serve other people and make other people feel better why because he feels like shit he's a fucking like existence to him is pain he only wants to exist to help other people because like just living in, in is such a painful fucking thing you know and it's kind of like what a lot of people are going through it's like fuck man how much we're seeing it more than we've ever seen before of really strong, powerful figures that have been influential in so many ways, just, you know, not being able to to take it. And a lot of people's reactions right away are like, well, damn them. They're selfish. They're just, you know, they're, they're fucked up and, and automatically looking at, at like them, you know, deciding to remove themselves from this world is such a terrible thing. And I'm not in any way condoning or saying that, you know, you should go that route. You know, I, I believe and I'm still here for the reason that I believe, you know, there's more to do and that we should, you know, we not only for other people, but for ourselves, you know, it is it is a, a challenge, but it's something to go for. But, you know, you 
it puts things into perspective when you have so many fucking people that are doing that now. Like, you know, the numbers are ridiculous. It's like, it's almost like when people die now, it's not even from, you know, an expected drug drug or overdose or or heart attack. It's almost like, you know, oh shit, it was suicide. Yeah, I mean, even if it was drug related or whatever. It's fucking, it's, I mean, it's a wild world out there. But that being said, you know, yeah. Like like the point you were just you were just making, man. Like you know, it it is still life is still beautiful, you know. And I can mm-hmm. say that with a fucking straight face. I'm still having fun every week. I still enjoy this shit. I still enjoy so many things, you know. Like it, right. and, and it's good to, I think, really indulge in those, uh, you know, for moments when you can. I get mad at right. people who just who do nothing but that, but. Right. There is definitely a balance to strike, and that is probably the most important lesson that I've learned over these past couple of years, is when to just fucking kick back and have fun and enjoy yourself and appreciate that like Kawhi Leonard like went to the Clippers here and read fun stories like like that because uh, I don't know if you know but uh, Paul George's uh, ex, it, it, who also went to the Clippers, his ex is the Clippers head coach Doc Rivers' daughter who he allegedly cheated on with a Miami stripper who I believe got pregnant and now Doc's is co- and now Doc is his coach and Doc traded away his own son Austin and traded for the guy that knocked up a stripper while dating his daughter and Doc Rivers doesn't give a fuck and that's why I love the Clippers man <laughs> oh shit it's it's fucking been a fun week just to just to transition away from that because we're almost at an hour here and i think it's important to also highlight some of the like the good shit that happened like the Absolutely. usa women's team fucking world the one won the world championships and this chick may rapino i mean she's fucking dope as hell man have you seen anything about this no man i i mean that's that's awesome that the that the women won and i was shocked as fuck that the the American the men's team was in the finals of the World Cup. Like if you would have told me that that Mexico and USA were in the finals of the World Cup, like the day before, before I actually went what? to work and watched it, because I didn't pay it, I did not pay attention to it at all. I uh, did not know. I would have been just. Wait. Are yeah, we sh- I had no. Are we sure about that? I thought they got knocked out. Uh... I thought they got knocked out before the fucking thing. No, dude, it was USA and Mexico in the World Cup final for the men's. At least, unless I was high as fuck when I was watching this. I don't think I, that's right. I thought they got knocked out before, like, uh, I thought they got knocked out before, like, the fucking qualifiers and shit. They did, like, uh, many years in a row. Dude. Oh, yeah, uh, no, it was a regional final. Oh, Not the World Cup final. final. Regional final. Oh, oh okay. Okay, okay, well... That shows you how much I, I don't watch sports, you know, I don't. So, okay, that makes sense. Cause I was like, what? Like the final, I, I was asking the guys at my work. I was like, wait, this is the finals. They're like, yeah. I'm like the world cup. They're like, yeah. And I was like, holy shit. The fuck? I would have never, I would have never like, if you would have said Mexico and USA in the world cup finals, I would have been like, you're fucking joking. Me. There's yeah, no fucking because they're not, they're not very good at this. But the fucking well, chicks are, man. And and the the team captain, the women's team, has just been, like, she's just cocky as shit and just talks all this trash, and she backs <laughs> it the fuck up, dude. And it's fucking, it's hilarious, like, just watching her watching her go, and she's really good at, like, getting the fucking crowds hyped up. I'm like, damn, I fucking like this chick. And she was, like, talking all this shit, and then uh, 
Oh, somebody asked her, uh, you know, to, to tie these things together, somebody asked her, I think, a couple days before the championship, like, you know, so are you going to go to the White House if they, uh, if you win? And she's like, fuck the White House. Who the fuck wants to do that? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't give a fuck about that guy. Like, we're, we're not going to that shit. And it was just, yeah. like, such a, like, just smooth, off-the-cuff, instant, like, raw moment. And, um, you know, the president fucking decided to weigh in all these, you know, conservative, Pierce Morgan, Ben Shapiro, what you fucks. And we're all like, okay, how about you, like, how about you win first, and then you can talk all that shit. You know, you uppity lesbian. And then uh, <laughs> she went ahead and just, she crushed everybody, like, scored the game-winning goals. And... You know, she's still talking shit, and it's fucking fantastic because all of them got to shut the fuck up, and I love it. So, Megan, <laughs> Megan Rapino is my fucking you know badass hero of the week here. That but is something definitely to be uh, stoked on. Something to be and... fucking proud of, right? She yeah. is an American hero, right? And I can I can just I see her up there. I'm just like, damn, like this is gonna be like inspiring. Like she's just a good role model and shit like that. Like I fucking I I stand this girl hard. So. Megan Rapino, shout out to her and the women's national team, and also the conversation that it has introduced into the lexicon about equal pay. Because like, these the women's the women's national team they brought they bring in like fucking sixty percent more viewers, make thirty percent, thirty forty percent more revenue uh, for the league and stuff really? like that. Yeah, yeah, they're way well, more popular, bring way more things in. They have multiple world championships under their belt, and they still get huh. paid like thirty percent of what the men's team does. Well, then that's crazy because that would have been my natural thought and what everybody's been saying is that the only reason why, well, not, I mean, that's obviously that's not the only reason, but the reason why the number was so different was just because, um, and this happens to be true, unfortunately, with like basketball in comparison to like women's well, basketball, yeah. is that the ratings, you know, are uh, just, so it's the sponsorships and the ratings that dictate. And that, and that made that, yeah, I, I could get that, I could get that for a while if it was a sliding scale, but it's like, damn, no, like. Obviously, all these things are factors, but like that is like okay, they're still getting well, paid you that just much less that without it. Like you gave, you're giving away the game if you're fucking not playing these these tricks. Like exponentially right. more money than the men's team. Right. Because that's that's crazy. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Well, then that needs to. That definitely does need to. It needs uh, to change, man. Fucking change. Equal pay. It's gonna change. Yeah. Equal pay. Anyways, uh, that's an hour. Well, so I'm feeling yeah. good about it. I'm feeling helpful. Yeah. And, uh, I gotta yeah. get going back to work myself. Go um, right. So, well, uh, so, anyways, don't forget to follow ahead. the podcast. Uh, however, you guys uh-huh. get your podcast out there in podcast land, that is through you know Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, any way you do it. And I don't feel like coming up with a crazy fake way to get it this year, this week. So, uh, why don't you just go ahead and follow me on social media at Phil Nobody Cares on Twitter, and then flip that around for at Nobody Cares Phil on Instagram. And how about you, sir? Well, you know, we've got a couple things going on. I've got Mutate uh, Saturday evening um, in L.A. It's going to be fucking awesome. Jade Cicada will be headlining this one. And if you are not really into the bass music scene, I will say that this particular artist will probably make you want to be because his stuff is something that I think a lot of people can really enjoy. It's very melodic and dope. And as well, you know, the show that we're going to put on... um, is going to be fucking amazing so come out check that out i've got a couple other things like next weekend uh on the 20th 
We have a fundraiser for Luma Dance over at the Tiki Bar in Costa Mesa. Our friends are doing a fundraiser for their Burning Man camp, which is going to be pretty fucking awesome. And I'm really trying to see if I can make my way and join them with their camp and go to Burning Man for the first time. So, oh, shit. you know, put that out there for me. We'll see if I am able to do it. I Man, will. It's going to be very spon spontaneous, but yes, that's cool. And then the very following day, we have Art in the Park. Uh, it's going to be lemonade stand themed, so we're going to come out and make some lemonade stands and have some lemonade battles where you know, uh, your own concoct your own lemonade and have some contests to see who made the best stuff and just chill, uh, you know, and, and hang out at the park and make art and do some dope stuff. So that is, you know, all we've got coming up. You could follow the psychedelic lions den, the psychedelic underscore lions underscore den on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, my personal Instagram account is hoodratstuff. Just, uh, you know, come and support the artists that uh, we have surrounding us. Um, all these really fucking amazingly talented people who are coming together and creating a community that are going to allow for, that's going to allow for us to really, you know, do some bigger things. And that's fucking great. It's beautiful to see a lot of what we've, you know, founded this podcast on to, to really be doing some fucking awesome things for a lot of people so um yeah check that out and you know we hope that you took away something amazing from this podcast episode as much as we can't rest on you know the the accomplishments and the you know the things that we're doing we still need to get out there and and pay attention and you know just know what's going on but we do need to give thanks where it is due and i think that just being alive despite all the chaos is a beautiful thing because one way or another we are experiencing something you are experiencing this world and you know it really is due to the choices that you make in terms of like how you choose to perceive things so remember to when you wake up realize that it's a new day and you know just say that you have been blessed with abundance and and speaking these things out loud and saying the good things that you're going to do for yourself and for others during that day will help you carry that out and as this happens and as you start to see these changes it might make you know other people see these changes and that's you know something that really is immeasurable in in terms of being able to to see how we are going to get ourselves out of this weird fucking chaotic period in human history yeah, so, you know, it, it, we really do have more power than... It's important to realize we have more power individually than we allow ourselves to believe. And as the whole, it's also important to realize that, you know, we can't necessarily always predict or dictate how we're going to be able to change it. But we are. with the we, we are by getting out there and paying attention, doing what you can do to keep yourself from freaking out and freaking other people out and just being happy. Just try to be happy and make other people happy and, and you'll see tremendous changes. So um, yeah, thank you all for fucking tuning in and we'll catch you next week. Let it bleed. Mm -hmm.